Devin and Jihoon's tragic loss, plus the fallout from Corey and Larissa's date. That and more coming up on 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey there, 90 Day Fiance fans. We see you all waiting there, hanging out in the chat, getting ready to offer up your opinions on everything that's gone down with the cast of 90 Day Fiance this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Christy Olson, and joining me as always, you guys know her from all of AfterBuzz TV's 90 Day After Shows. Hi, Linda Antwi. Hi. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another crazy, crazy <laughs> drama-filled week. I love it. We say that every week. I don't think we'll ever not be able to say it, but we are so happy to have a ton of you hanging out in our live chat. Oddly, a, a bunch of people from Bradenton, Florida. So if you guys track uh, Nicole down, tell us. <laughs> Let us know what's going on down there in those parts and from all over the world. Guys, make sure you are chiming in on what we're talking about because you guys are like our third host. Uh, somebody from Maine. Hello from Colorado. Christina from Philly. Hello, everybody. Thanks for waiting. We are about to talk about some uh, some tragic news we're going to yeah. kick it off with today because we have to get started with this. Yeah. So unfortunately, as many of you know, Devin uh, was pregnant. It leaked, not by her own accord, but it did leak. And she posted yesterday that, uh, unfortunately, her and Jihoon had lost the baby. And I just want to read real quick what she said. A lot of people have been asking if I'm pregnant. I haven't addressed this head on yet. I wanted to first start off by saying thank you so much for your support and love. With heavy hearts, we have to announce sad news. Last Monday, we did end up losing our baby. We are heartbroken and focusing on healing. And I want to apologize for not telling anyone sooner. And she goes on, and I just, my heart goes out to Devin and Jihoon. And uh, her and I talked about it um, earlier last week. Mm -hmm. And it was something that she shared privately with us. And and I was just so sad all week for her. So sad. So our hearts go out to her entire family. And through this healing process, I just hope, you know, they get through it. Heads up. Yeah, absolutely. I was kind of taken aback by the fact that as part of that, she apologized for not telling people sooner and even felt that she had to post that sonogram photo of the baby. You know, it's okay, Devin. Like, it's okay to keep some stuff private. You don't owe the fans or really anyone anything. Mm -hmm. So it's glad, good to hear that they are taking that time to sort of heal and and took that time as a family. And yeah, I mean, just sending them good vibes. They're so sweet. They're so sweet. And I I think that that's like, you know, how you hear Canadians say oh sorry sorry all the time I Mm -hmm. think it's just just that like you just automatically are like trying to apologize and pacify everyone but I agree with you I think that it's definitely a private matter and uh, we're wishing their all the best yeah and they were clearly touched by all the love and support that they got from all you fans out there Yeah, yeah and in the live chat same thing everyone is sending love and blessings and hearts uh their way so hopefully they'll get through it uh sooner than later yeah and we're gonna get a big update on them next week them and everyone else right a big update with the other way trailer. Yeah, the tell all's coming, people. Guys, the tell all looks like fire. Like, it looks like fire. And so much so that I, if you haven't seen it, we're going to pop it up right here, real quick, get a little snippet of it. And, uh, guys, I cannot wait. It's going to be the so couples good. Tell all. I did not know what I was getting myself into. Listen. No, you listen. Come on, I'm your husband. Hello. Woo. 
watching the stripper, I could see you almost shaking. I'm still very hurt by it. You're a man. I would be too. You stand up and say, I don't want to do this because I'm going to continue hurting my wife. Oh. All right, just calm down over there. Do you, your parents doubted you there were they the are. father of the baby. It's definitely his. I have super sperm. Super sperm! <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sean. Smith doesn't show up on the call today, I'll be devastated. Okay, has something happened? <laughs> My heart is broken. This isn't uh, fun anymore, and now you're alone. That's gonna be hard to yeah, watch, really, guys. Really hard. Do you actually want to be with Evelyn? Of course. Evelyn is the most beautiful girl. Oh. Okay, so that's the part where oh, I was like, okay, so excuse bad. me, because really had you guys been following uh, Evelyn... Environment, I think that's a bad thing. You're not perfect. And I know you guys have a walk. Them. We get a walk off as per usual, and that pretty much wraps up the trailer. It, it's so good though, because guys, as we know, Evelyn said yes, right? She yes. said yes to the proposal. Shocking. And then this week, we also saw her partying with Raul and kissy lovey dovey. Mm. So mm. who knows where these two stand? But all I know is that this tell-all is going to be fire. Yes, I feel like the tell-all over the summer, the um, Happily Ever After one with Jay and Ashley and everybody kind of brought the entire series to a whole new level. Absolutely. And is really when a lot of people started latching on. I think this tell-all is going to be even bigger. This is going to get even more eyes, more attention, yeah. and uh, we won't be the only people talking about 90 Day Fiance you next week. I think... Uh with Laura, I just hope that she gets confronted for all the things and drama that she she's caused up until this point. She's maintained that we are going to see a different side of Aladdin at that tell-all, and that we'll maybe see things a little bit more from her point of view. So I'm looking forward to that one mm -hmm. as well. I think, too, what happened at the end there with Ronald walking off and Corey trying to tell Tiffany about how to be a parent, that's going to get really messy and is going to really divide the fans, I think. What does everybody... Oh, you guys love to see the replay they nadine said evelyn is the worst Paige said poor jenny oh everyone everyone is kind of going in on evelyn that's apparently the storyline that stood out to all of you there you know what i think is crazy guys for all of you that have been with 90 days since day one and you know that paul has been on this show for a bit paul used to be the crazy paul used to be the one that we're like oh cannot wait to yes. see what happens with this crazy and he in this tell-all seems like he's going to be the one with the wisdom yeah, but remember there was a leak from Soap Dirt that said that Karini was really the one who went off the rails, that she wasn't allowed to film. And so hopefully Paul is stepping up to be the man in this situation and kind of balanced that out and went out and spoke for them as a couple if she wasn't able to. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Paul used to be the crazy. Now yeah. he's the sane one. It's amazing to me. It's amazing. I can't wait. I think it's going to be incredible, guys. The crazy meter is off the charts. Yes, off the charts. And speaking of off the charts, I want to talk a little bit about Ben and his ex and the comments. She's coming for him. Oh, this is 1, a juicy one. thousand percent she's coming for him. So uh, this week she posted on her Instagram. So this is Benjamin's ex-wife? His ex-wife. Is yes. that the mother of Grayson? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So his ex, his most recent ex, uh, posted a little bit about of a backstory with Benjamin saying, no one just becomes a step parent by marriage. Technically, yes, you are a step parent if your spouse has a child from a previous relationship, but by no means, all caps, does that mean you have the level of a relationship with that child from day one? When my current partner set 
uh, met my son. He met a friend. He got to know him and grow to understand him. My son is smart. And he told me that my partner was his stepdad. So she's going in on, obviously, Akini saying that she is not ready to be a stepmom and that she wants to just be a friend. And Ben, go ahead and introduce her and say, hey, listen, this is going to be your stepmom from the get-go. She's not feeling it. She's not having it. Because they share a kid together, He's, she's like, this is not going to happen. This is not how you do it. Uh, she goes on to say in a previous post that too many stepdads busting their ass to make ends meet while the real dad's out here living like they ain't got no kids. Da-ding! Is she calling him a deadbeat dad? Yes. <laughs> she ain't got no other kids. She ain't got no other dads. There you go. That's your answer. <laughs> that was a super rhetorical question. But yes. So she's calling him out saying that he doesn't do anything. Apparently he has um, Grayson just over the weekend. And by three o'clock, she has him back. She, he's not paying child support to her. And he's living at his Ooh. pastor's house. And he's got no money. And he's bad with money. And that's why he's in the situation that he's in. Bad with money and bad with being monogamous? Oh, yeah. So that was the other thing. So uh, she's also claiming that uh, he's a cheater and that she caught him creeping on Craigslist. Like, do people go on Craigslist? That's so like Like, 2006 and gross. I was like, what city are you in that you're popping on Craigslist? I mean, even Facebook has Facebook date now. (laughs) I don't know. But she said that, uh, yeah, he she caught him cheating and creeping on Craigslist. And so he's not supposedly the most faithful husband and perhaps that's what broke them up wow that we can absolutely assume that that's what broke them up but her initial post about the stepmom thing i thought it was interesting how at the end of it she really kind of went in more so on benjamin than akini she was like let this woman come to the u.s and acclimate to life here before you force this stepmom thing on him like it kind of sounds like she's maybe got a little sympathy for akini or like she okay obviously this woman knows what akini is in for with benjamin right and uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I sense from her that she would almost rather warn Akini than like insult Akini. Do you feel that? Um, you know what I think? <laughs> I think that uh, she's getting in on her fifteen minutes of fame because oh. I think that she could have talked about this way, way, way earlier. But I guess seeing the show and seeing how popular it is, I think that she is weighing in on something that she really doesn't know anything about. She knows Ben and his history, mm-hmm. but to arrow his dirty laundry on it, I mean, I don't know. What what does she gain? That's my question. The whole world is talking about her kid and who's going to be a stepmom and if she's going to be a stepmom. I think, I'm not surprised that she would want to uh, clarify that like, hey, I'm making sure that this kid is okay in this situation. Yeah, but is it necessary to do it in public or is that a one-on-one conversation you have with your ex? I'm just mm-hmm. saying, you're throwing the kid out there. I get it. That's true. But, I mean, one of you has to be the one that's the bigger person. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, we will see how that one turns out next week, whether Ben and Akini get married or he buys her from his family or however that <laughs> works. I think it's funny that you say that. I know that that's real. I'm making a joke. I realize that that's their culture there and that, that they would be horrified by my saying that. I'm, I'm just trying to make a, a Is it a bad joke, Linda? You can tell bit. me. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> it's funny. She keeps me honest, people. It's funny, but it's really like, ooh, because, you know, my parents are from Africa and there's, there's not a bride price but there's a similar tradition in gifts and all that to the family. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's funny when you say, when he buys her. <laughs> all right. I am going to keep my politically incorrect jokes to myself. 
For the remainder of this episode, let's check in with the live chat because they have a lot to say about Ben in a Kini. Yeah, a lot. Uh, Kelly's saying if Ben brings a Kini to U.S., he'd be taking her home to raise. She's a child and immature. Akini is immature for 26, though, says Liana. Uh, and Diane says basically she was saying Ben is a fraud. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Christina's saying, I hope Ben won't marry her. They're not ready yet. And uh, they go, yeah, they keep, they're kind of like, this shouldn't happen quite so quickly. Yeah, and Angel points out that this can't be easy for Grayson, that he's old enough to go to school. So, you know, the other parents and probably the other kids know what's going on in his little five-year-old life. Yeah. Can I just say, Sailor Moon, that I do not want to ever talk about Caesar ever. Like, ever. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'll be handling that story if there's ever anything to say, but I don't think there will be because I'm pretty sure we are done with Caesar However, another blast from the past we are so not done with and isn't looking like we will be anytime soon. Let's talk about Larissa and uh, her hot date she had last week, probably about the time that we were all sitting here doing this show live. Corey and Larissa were on a hot date in Las Vegas, playing the slots, drinking it up. Uh, we have the Instagram here. Larissa's all hashtag Bay Alert, hashtag Larissa and Corey. This looked like a date. Larissa and Corey wanted it to look like a date. And Evelyn, of course, Corey's uh, fiance on screen, as we see now, called it a date in an epic Instagram live rant the next day that went on for 35 minutes. She also posted this calling Corey a loser, but that was like tip of the iceberg. She hopped on live and had a mouthful. She called Larissa, pardon my language, guys, a whore, really slutty, stupid, that Larissa's trying to make drama. That's not how a lady behaves. That Larissa should uh, take care of her kids and insulted Larissa's looks. So just really sort of went in on her and on Corey saying that he had changed from the show and that he was just looking for the fame that going out with someone like Larissa would bring him. Okay, so that's not, guys, that's not even close to being the end of this. (laughs) Like, not even a little bit. Uh, So Evelyn reacted. Larissa then responded with this and kind of explained and said, like, hey, girl, figure out what the situation is with your man. I don't want him. Like, clearly Larissa was just being a little cutesy here. And there was also a live that Larissa quickly deleted where she was talking about that Corey reached out to her. Corey told her he was done with Evelyn and that this was really, like, on. Like, this day was on like Donkey Kong. She put in the text receipts as well. She showed where he reached out to her and said, I'm going to be in Vegas. I'm going to stay at the Rio. Is it good there? Mm -hmm. Like, we can connect all of that. So she she put it all out there. Like, it was fire this week, back and forth. Yeah, because Evelyn wasn't going to let that be the end of this, right? So Evelyn went really in hard on Larissa's looks and talked about plastic surgery. Larissa, of course, responded and said she's never had surgery, which she hasn't. She's just done injections and things, although she's looking to get those new boobs to go with a new booty yeah um but i mean this got so hot so fast and little Corey in the middle of it uh unexpected playboy right completely unexpected who knew yeah who knew yeah what did you think when you saw this did you think we were being swerved scammed 
I didn't think we were being scammed at all because there was it was too much like back and forth, back and forth between the two girls. And then when Larissa posted the booty shot, and mm-hmm. then Evelyn responded with her own booty shot, I was like, okay, you you girls are really having an online battle right here over Corey. And I think that Larissa's point was that it he was saying that he was single and she's single, so it's fine for two people to go out. And in the beginning, she was saying they were just friends, going mm-hmm. out on a friendly date, meeting another cast member. Um, but then she's like, but I'm single, so I can kind of do whatever I want. And Corey said he's single, so if he's not single, then check your man. Right, because according to Evelyn, she said that she and Corey had never officially broken up. Yep. That he just left for the tell-all, and she hasn't seen him since, basically. Yeah. It's it, it's incredible. And plus, okay, so you left for the tell-all, but now we know since we watched this week that she said yes to the, to the ring. So then does it make it worse? Because you were engaged at that point then. Yeah. Mm, well, all I have to say is I did not peg Corey as, you know, the Lothario. Is that the right word? The Lothario, yeah, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> of the 90-day franchise. <laughs> not by a long shot. Okay, but there's a whole other layer to this, you guys, as you may have expected. Oh, actually, let's check in. You guys are just, you are on top of it today. Diane said, I wish Corey would wake up for real. Yeah, we thought that this was him finally kind of getting away from Evelyn. Mm. Uh, um, L. Max says she's over Evelyn. That Evelyn seems miserable. Wow. Well, let's talk a little bit more about Larissa because she it doesn't appear she was ever really interested in Corey. Because according to her, she is still in love with Colt. I was shocked. Shocked. So many. There was an Instagram post. There was a story where she said it. There was a couple lives where she was kind of rehashing this idea Mm -hmm. that she is not over her divorce, that she's not over Colt. She said, you know, we had this beautiful story and I just can't get over the way that it ended. And just really posting uh, wedding photos, like just really kind of pining away for this relationship that she had with Colt. Yeah, when she said that he was the only man she ever loved in America, I was like... What? Where? Who? What? What? Sorry, okay. Goombol Selfino or whatever the hell Eric's oh, yeah. tag Eric. is. <laughs> I was like, Sorry, okay. Eric. Well, too bad for Larissa because uh, apparently Colt is hanging out in Coryland over there, just yucking it up with many different girls. We knew already that he was with Jess Caroline. Mm-hmm. That happened uh, in like in the springtime, and there were rumors that we've covered here that they had shot a season of the show. But look at this woman, people. Uh, the one in the blue, I have to clarify, that is reportedly Colt's rumored new girlfriend over the week. That's it's changed since then, guys. Try to stay with me here. Over the weekend, rumors that he was dating this woman in the blue popped up. Larissa had a lot to say about that because apparently this woman, who was married up until not too long ago, reached out to Cole, Colt while Larissa and Colt were still married and was buying him like a massage for Christmas and just kind of trying to slide into those DMs. And that she also threatened to leak Larissa's nudes, which is so rude and illegal, if I might add. So Larissa knew exactly who this woman was, Vanessa, apparently, and was not surprised to see that Colt was hanging out with her. However, you guys, I can't even believe I'm saying this. But there's more. There's more. Uh, about the next day, yes, I believe the the evening of this all kind of hitting the fan, Colt shared that he was on a date with Jess. Yes, the girl that uh, he supposedly broke up with for Vanessa in the Blue. He is hanging out here watching Joker with 
Jess, they were kind of careful not to post any photos together, but they both posted like the same photo. Yeah, there's yeah. her legs in the same theater. And then even today, just more stuff of them both, like in the Joker makeup. Yeah. And there have been, there were rumors that he was filming with that Vanessa woman. There were rumors that he filmed an entire season with Jess already. I kind of think the stuff of Larissa saying she's still in love with him, that might be part of Cold Storyline. We're going to see her and him come together again, maybe have some kind of a big resolution conversation. I just, I, what is the appeal of these men? And cult specifically. <laughs> and cult specifically. Cult specifically. Yeah, I think that uh, he his season is is in the wraps, and I think that it's going to be like a doozy. I think for sure there's going to be something that goes off, and and we can't forget Mother Debbie. Oh, Debbie, I would never. Debbie's going to be a big part of it for sure. For sure, it's a whole. I agree, Shanice. Cult's a whole mess. <laughs> I agree. That's a great way to put it. Uh, JL Mission said that Larissa, she doesn't think Larissa was ever in love with him. Oh, boy. And are any of them going to send Debbie to a nursing home? I sure, I sure hope not. She's probably the one that should pick for Colt. Oh, Lordy. That's a lot. I mean, I just can't imagine anyone having a messier love life than that. I mean, really? You can't? Let's talk a little bit about what's going on with Ashley, you guys. So... Oh, I stand corrected. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, know, you, love, you know, you those two have a history, and I love it. Okay, so here's what's going on with Ashley. So first, uh, she posted about her anniversary of being kidnapped and how traumatic that was. And uh, apparently she was at a movie theater with her kid and saw this gentleman at a kid's movie by her himself and it kind of triggered her. And so she went on her on her Instagram and posted a bunch of stuff about just her experience and being a survivor and knowing that you can survive and, and, and get past this. And so I thought that that was an interesting thing. I think that opening up about that and, and that whole history of, of her um, being kidnapped and almost killed is is really scary. It's a scary thing, and it's, I'm sure something that's traumatic that she relives on the anniversary every year. Oh, absolutely, right. So there's that. So she's already, in my opinion, like an emotional time and state. But then uh, it turns out that her and Jay are quote unquote friendly. And we see in their stories that she, on his birthday, happy birthday, Jay, it was yesterday, Tuesday, uh, says, happy birthday, loser. And he reposts her and says, thank you. And then he reposts her again and says, thank you. And uh, turns out that they're friendly. They're on friendly terms right now. And he is hanging out not only with Ashley, but with her daughter, Kayla. And we've known... Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I miss, I misinformed Linda before the show. That was his ex, Kayla. That is Jay tattooing Kayla on his birthday. Okay, so let's go back to that one because what I want to do, I do want to say is that he is hanging out with Ashley and the kids. Mm-hmm. And we know that from uh, last week when they were at the football game. Yes. Right? So that that's what I mean. So if I'm, I'm saying the kids' name wrong, I apologize. Yes, in this photo, he's tattooing his ex. I, I mean... What are your thoughts on that? Uh, my thoughts are he's reposting Ashley's happy birthdays. Meanwhile, he's got the one who was waiting for him while he was in lockup where Ashley put him in the tattoo chair. How are neither of these women done with this? I mean... They're both is hot and 
fairly intelligent from what I can tell. And, you know, I mean, like, move on. I don't know. I think... I think that love is blind. Um, and I think that, you know, they, Ashley and Jay do have this history, like she says. And she did post this photo. And this is recent, guys. I think I got this from today, uh, where it's a wedding photo of the two of them. And it says that they're back to talking. And her link is in the bio. And I did read the article, guys. And basically, she's saying that they're just on friendly terms. And they're trying to work out not only their divorce, but the immigration situation that they're in. Ashley did uh, post in her stories a Q&A. And in the Q&A, uh, someone asked, what's the current real-time update with you and Jay? And she says, we're in a good place. And she has an emoji, happy place that kind of dances around. Do you think <laughs> Jay is prolonging the divorce purposely? And do you really want a divorce? She says, this is a very complicated question. I never want a divorce. I just wanted love. So where do we think that makes them stand? I did a poll on my own personal Instagram. So Ooh. right now, here we are. She's saying that they're just friends and they're being cordial because of the divorce and because of the immigration. And then in the story, she's kind of like, I never wanted to get divorced. I've only wanted to be loved. And then on her page, she's saying that, um, you know, they're friendly and they're talking again. And here we see uh, <laughs> them in their wedding photo. Now, so I did a poll on my Instagram. And the question I asked is, do you want to see Jay and Ashley back together? 100% of the voters, and I think there was like 30 to 40 voters, said no. And if you want to know who else said no, Ashley. Ashley <gasps> voted. And then if you go to the very last person on that poll, uh, it says, nah, over it. So we don't know. They're together. They're not together. She might want to stay with him and be with him and work it out. She may not want to. She might be over it. However you look at it, there's a lot of stuff out there. I think and that's more telling than anything. Your poll here and her saying no. That's juicy, Linda. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So, okay. guys, what do you think? Should Jay and Ashley try to work it out and be friends? Should they try to work it out and be together again? Or should they just call it quits? Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the live chat. Sailor Moon said, Jay is very inexperienced. Uh, I actually think the opposite may be the problem here, Sailor Moon. But uh, we're going to um, bring it sort of back to another very serious topic and something that Fernanda posted on stories uh, yesterday. I believe this was some people got a quick screenshot yeah. before she deleted it. There was a lot of backlash to this. So this looks like a flyer where Fernanda is advertising herself as a women's empowerment speaker. And let me bring up my notes here because I can't quite read <laughs> that tiny uh, text on the screen. So what Fernanda has to say in this is that about herself... Do you want me to read it? Defying all odds after going public with her abusive relationship, she has gained the attraction of thousands of other young women. Defying the odds after going public with her abusive relationship. What? I'm sorry. I must have missed the part where she went public with her abusive relationship. She's made a lot of claims 
about being suicidal, depressed, and having anxiety during her marriage. She has accused the network of not helping her get get treatment. And she has implied that she was somehow mistreated by Jonathan. She has never described any kind of emotional, physical, or verbal abuse at his hands. We certainly saw no evidence of it on the show. And that, of course, does not mean that she wasn't abused by any means. Uh, However, there are a lot of people who are confused by this. And so I did what I do when I reached out to Jonathan. He immediately uh, responded and said that he did want to talk about this. However, he has a lawyer involved, very understandably, and that person advised that he wait another day. So we may get some comments from Jonathan coming tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like I said, he does seem very eager to speak on this. What do you think, Linda? I think it's a really serious thing to say, especially uh, when you're going to a women's empowerment uh, to speak, summons like to speak, and and to not have addressed this earlier, and all of a sudden, you're speaking to other branding vi- yourself as someone who has told a their survivor story and, yeah. and other victims. I just you know, if this is your story and it's true, then Fernanda, good on you. But if it's not true, wow, mm-hmm. like that's a whole lot. You're saying a lot about your ex. You're saying a lot about you, and I and I don't know. We don't know if it's true or not. But if it's true, it's very very serious and. And if she's the survivor of that, then wow. There were a lot of commenters uh, on these these posts from Instagram that pointed out that if she is indeed exaggerating or or outrightly lying here, that that's pretty disrespectful to people who have endured Absolutely. abuse. And I think that's kind of the main factor here. Um, on the other side of it, of course, you can look at Fernanda and see her, you know, strutting down the runway in her bikini and yeah. see that she looks confident and she seems happy and kind of make assumptions about what she's been through. But we just need more information here. And I definitely need to hear Jonathan's and I, side. I'm, I'm wondering if she's going to share her story at this summit. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she is, I'm sure that we will hear more about it. Right. And if she is, then she certainly should not have advertise herself as someone who already told her story and has already reached thousands of women. Yeah, it's interesting. I just I don't even know where it came from. You got to be careful with that stuff, Fernanda. Absolutely. Uh, guys, we wanted to give you a Paul update. All these relationships. So uh, we know that we talked about Paul and Karini and divorcing last week. And turns out that these two probably are not getting divorced. They're going to work it out. Oh, Yeah, so Paul posted uh, on his Instagram about a cameo for Halloween and how they're going to be kind of weaning off uh, doing cameos because they're going to try to work on their relationship. But in the meantime, if you want a cameo in Halloween with either him and Karini or just Karini and Pierre, however you wanted to do it, they will do it for you. Uh, Just book now because they're going to be slowing down. And then he changed his Instagram to say husband of Karini and father of Pierre. And I thought that that was really an interesting tell considering that Last week, it was, we're scrubbing Instagram, we're scrubbing our social media, and we're pulling back pictures from Pierre, and she wants to divorce me. But again, we talked about it last week. This is not the first time she has mentioned divorcing, 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 divorcing him. So I don't know if it's a thing that they do, and then they work it out. But turns out, for now, they're still together. See, the him 
saying that he's her husband on Instagram and stuff, that really sticks to me. Because the other post about, in a week, we're going to be winding down with this, that made me think like, oh, because they're getting divorced, and in a week, it's over. They're not going to be together anymore. She's moving out, whatever it is. Yeah. But the fact that he has declared himself her husband on social media after he says her lawyer told him to scrub all references of her on his social media, you're right, is pretty much means that they are back together. together. Uh, someone who de- probably definitely a million percent isn't together. I think we all know that. Sorry to burst your bubble. Spoiler alert. Darcy and Tom appear to be Dunzo. He has been photographed all over the world, really, with this blonde woman at Cozy and Up. There was a photo of them on the red carpet. He, of course, works in fashion. We don't know if this is someone that he met on the job. But uh, she's a gorgeous woman. And there were people that were comparing her to Darcy. I don't know so much about that. But the big news here is check this out. There is Tom's rumored girlfriend hanging out with his mom. Okay, this is serious. We all know what that means. Tom and this woman must be really hitting it off for her to meet mom already. I mean, agreed. He he says it, that meeting the family is a big deal. And I don't even think that Darcy met the mom, right? Darcy met the sister. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's serious. But this week, I don't know if you guys have been on Darcy's page. Darcy posted... Um, Darcy, who's in first place still and is on her way to the semifinals to be on the cover of Maxim Magazine. Yeah, she posted, thanks for all your love and support, Dan. And uh, this fighter hero of hers, if you guys go to her Instagram, he is like ripped. He's a trainer. He's in Istanbul. So perhaps she found her own new love. Is she trying to tell us? We don't know. A new sexy man. I saw those. Get it, Darcy. We love you. I just want to point out that there are 700 of you watching us live right now, all giving us your opinion. Uh, YouTube lover said, well, duh, we knew Tom was just a Jesse replacement. Anna said, Tom probably paid this woman. You guys are on fire. All 700 of you. We love you. And there is one more little tidbit guys yeah so uh, I love you guys for sending me all the information and little things that you find and I just wanted to pull up that there's going to be a new 90 day franchise and you guys will just not even believe it so casting 90 day fiance the college edition a brand new docuseries for a major tv network that we know is tlc (laughs) casting couples for a new documentary series um who are specifically college university graduate students who are in a relationship in which one partner in the relationship is an international student studying um in the u.s on a student visa we're ideally looking for international students who are graduating by the end of this year, and then it lists the requirements. Guys, are you here for 90 Day Fiancé, the college edition? I don't know. I mean, I love any 90 Day, but are they just trying to young it up a little bit? Like, are they trying to, are we going to get, like, the frat parties and, like, someone throwing up on a Friday night and, like, someone's not making it to class? Like, are they, we know that the 90 Day audience is, excuse, a little bit older than, like, some of the sexy reality shows. So are they trying to pull in, like, that college-age crowd? Or what's going on here? Are they just sick of shooting overseas? I think (laughs) this is what's happening. 
90 Days is so huge with so many spinoffs. And like you said, it skews a little bit older. But this is what I think. I think they they want it all. They want the young people. They want the middle-aged people. They want the old people. They want it all. So, guys, I don't know. I kind, I'm kind of here for it. I think it's going to be crazy. They're got- naysaying hard in the chat. They are they are not coming here <laughs> for I college edition. I don't want the college 90-day, Mrs. Rock Kitty says. Ronnie said, no, that's too young. Uh, Amy, they will be even more immature. Uh, we can count on that for sure. YouTube lover says, no to college edition. Thumbs down. Angel Singer says, yikes. D said, snooze fest. Okay. Are you are you listening to TLC? That's a lot. That's I a think lot. I actually think they could go the other way and like ninety day fiance like second half of life edition or or something where like the folks are a little bit older. Yeah, I could see that. I think that could be juicy. A little a little geriatric get down, you know. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, they're they're coming for fire. They're coming for all the viewers. All of you guys, we love that. And now it's time to play a little game. Don't go anywhere. We need your input on this one. It is time for Do We Ship It? And it is a a highly polarizing couple this week. This is the one where we take a look at one of the 90-day duos and tell you, are they shipped for life, as in in a relationship, or are we shipping them out? Adios, bye-bye, it's breakup time. And I think there's only one couple worth talking about this week before the tell-all, and that is Jenny and Sumit. Yes, Jenny and Sumit. You know, I gotta tell you, I was wondering, is it because she's a little bit older that she's so forgiving? Because I don't think I could be as forgiving as she appeared to be um, on the last episode. I think that there's no way that I would have like been lovey and dovey and kissing and hugging and saying that I miss you. Some, I'd just be like, you know what? Just don't come back. Like, don't come back. And she wants to work it out and he wants to work it out. And she's like, fix it. So what's my opinion? I say ship this relationship all the way out. He came in as a catfish. He's leaving as a, ca- a married catfish. Mm. Call it a day. Jenny, you could do so much better with someone who actually loves you for you and doesn't lie to your face for the past however many years you guys have been together. Yeah, I'm going to say adios to these two, too. But it does make me sad. They clearly were legitimately in love with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, the lies aside, they clearly were in love. They tried to work it out. I think the fact that Sumit thought that he could make it all happen with Jenny there and his wife still there and everything just shows you how high of hopes that he had, that he was that delusional, Yeah, maybe. So it makes me very sad to say that they are both much better off if we just ship these two out. And thankfully, Jenny, who appears to be back in Palm Springs, has her daughter and her daughter's wife that are hanging out with her and supporting her. And I think, I'm sure it'll take a while, but I think she will realize that she is better off. Yeah, and bounce back. But it does Uh, make me sad. It's it's sad, but, you know, he's married. Uh, Kelly in the live chat says, ship it. Not buying what they are selling. Michelle says, love Jenny and Summit. Want them together forever. Mrs. Rock Kitty says, I think Summit loves Jenny, but he can't get out of his marriage. Mm. Yvette Mathis says, ship out, bye. And uh, JL Mission says, narcissistic. Ooh. Okay. Uh, And then anonymously, yours says, he put Jenny in danger. She could have gotten mobbed. 
That is true. She was in danger there. Yeah, I think they're, it's very polarized. I think that you either are for them and love them or you're not for it because of all the lying. Right. Oh, well, God, I could sit here all night long, discuss all this news, hang out with all 733 of you, and hear your thoughts on the show. But you guys, we're available all week long. You know, you can always reach out to us and stuff. Absolutely. And you should stick around right here at After Buzz Reality TV tonight, right? Guys, we have 90 Day the Other Way that we're discussing and before the 90 Days. So all right here on After Buzz TV. If you guys ever want to hit me up, at Linda So Girly, all across social media. I love hearing from you. Hit us up in the comments. Let, let us know what you thought. Any suggestions, any theories, because that tell-all is going to be juicy next week. Yeah, and if you're tuning in to us at another time, we are live on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Please come and join the conversation. And do not forget to watch 90 Day Fiance News daily, every single day, right here on After Buzz Reality TV. So hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of it. And if you get any 90 Day Juice, hit me up at Christy Reports with a C. I love to hear from you. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We will be back next week with more 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.